Society is now in session. Yeah. That's right. It's the Bad Idea Society. This is episode number four, but it's ENIAC number two and Tankers number one. But let's get some intros. I'm Hoosier, and uh, I got my uh, old trusty buddy alongside, Moose. Hey, how you doing, Moose? That intro yes. kills me. <laughs> and one of the things we always said here, Bad Idea Society, is that we're going to be in favor of that Bad Idea Society. And let's just get somebody new on every episode. Might not. But we got, you know, big fan himself. You know, he's... He's he's out there, you know. He's been around. Brian Wells, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Nice to see you both. Good to yes. see you, Brian. <laughs> so good happy on, to man. have you on. The, the sun hasn't even come down out here in California yet, so it's uh, it's it's, it's good. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got my cur- my dark curtains on, but I can still see out here in Washington State too. I mean, it it stays up a little bit out here in the winter or the summer, so goes away real quick in the winter though. So. <laughs> How how are you guys? Oh man, I'm great. Uh, a lot of work. Second shot done. So uh, you know, had some whiskey t- tasting. Uh, well, I shouldn't say a little, but you know, quite a bit of whiskey tasting here. A couple of weekends <laughs> back. Um, good. Can't complain. Found a new spot to, to post up at uh, a new comic store that I went and just kind of on a whim. Sat out front for a few hours before they opened, and and that's when I that's where I got my books this last uh, this last Dude. week. So yeah. it was a lot of fun. Yes, and I see you got your you both pins posted very proudly up behind there. Right you got there, your, yeah, you got yeah. your status, you know. Yeah, I can't wait to see you at a comic con wearing both all those on your on your merit. I'll have all dripping um, down like Josh had. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Brian? Did you happen to go out and get you a pin t- this week? Uh, no, not this week. Was not able to. Oh man, audio uh, cut out on us. I did get the uh, first one, obviously, yep. Um, yep. but work wasn't going to allow me to uh, stand in line a, a second time right away. And I did get there about two hours before, and somebody was sitting out there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Well, it is what it is." Mm-hmm. But we do have three more tra- three more times, right? That's what that's what we're told. I thought there was just two. No, is there three five, more? There's five total. Well, we could, what, oh. Wellsville? Is that going to be one, or are we going to get one for Wellsville? Or... I don't think so. I don't think any the of the lot? Okay, so the lot will have shots. one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, there'll be some. That's awesome. Because so, all we five. know of so far, all we know of is Wellsville, which will be 72 pages, okay. but it'll still be a one-shot, yeah. and mm-hmm. then the lot – and then from there, we don't know anything sleigh else. Bells. Is that correct? Sleigh bells. We oh, got sleigh bells. But sleigh bells is a one shot. That's a one shot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But as far but, as as far as the other two uh, minis, we don't know yet. No, we don't. Yeah, and fun, what we could speculate fun. on who's going to write it and stuff too, right? Uh, well, we know Megalith though. That one's huge. Oh They're yes, Megalith. Yes. Yes. That is that coming. One, yeah. I can't so wait for coming. that one. That one's going to be great. Matt Kent and Louis LaRosa. Um, at least Louis LaRosa's doing – no, I think they've showed more than Louis doing the cover. So that's going to be – I'm pumped up for that. And then I, I, I would assume there's something Lemire down the road, um, you know, yes. something Josh Dysart, Dysart down the way. Oh, um, definitely. I, there's there's more than just one thing from Dysart coming. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. 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 And that's one of the things that comes back with that group that I love is the loyalty, the – connection like that's one of the things i've always appreciated and that's all i've heard from other creators talk about too is that they enjoy working with them and you know it's a great group of guys and there's loyalty there so that's appreciated so that's good well we're hoping for more of that to come soon and i know we're all pumped up for those writers because you know we were fans of their works before and now that it's here with this this team it's pretty awesome um but then yeah there was um a little bit of news for this tanker pen that kind of hit up the little webs a little bit. What did you guys think about uh, that whole scenario? It's kind of the elephant in the room. We can't avoid it. Yeah, I, I made one comment and then didn't comment from that point forward. Um, and so I'll just say no comment. Okay. Because it just, yeah. you know. I didn't make a comment only because I didn't think I needed to make a comment because enough people huh? were commenting – to make enough comments. Yep. And so, posts. Let's make sure that their posts yeah. were in there too. They were just basically there comments. Kids, there might be children, in, you know, in this place. I don't no, know. we didn't. I read, let, a, I read a bunch I don't of that. Ju- 
Who's who's your? We didn't let any children in, did we? Well, that's a bad idea. Yeah, it would be a bad idea to let children in. Right. I mean, these are mature, right? That's that's what I'm hoping to get out of these. Some mature reading uh, with some cuss words and some fun things that happen along the way. You know, let's uh, you know, kind of go by the rules, do what they kind of tell you to, uh, but let's also give grace where grace is due, and um, have a good time. Right. That's what we're here for. So we got some good quality books uh, that have yeah. came out. The last, well, Eniac One was amazing. Yeah. Um, just giving a brief on that. That was such a good first outing and, and the numbers for that book continue to do well on, on the third party. So yeah, the, the not first prints are, I know there was a huge batch that came out the week before uh, mm -hmm. tankers one came out. Um, and I know that was just flying. Uh, both the shops I went to didn't have any of the not first prints. So whatever they got were gone, um, which is awesome. I love seeing it. That's awesome. Yeah. Don't know if we'll ever get total print run. Um, but that would be fascinating to see uh, what they put together. Oh, you think we will? Yeah, oh, that we will. I think it'd be cool just to see that, just to know that, uh, it, just, to, just to hear those numbers. It's gonna be. It's probably gonna be five or six months down the road, but we'll get it. Yeah. I, I I'll dig that transparency, and I think a lot of people will um, when that happens. I mean, you can speculate by based off of the amount of stores and give like an estimate on the amount that you think every store kind of gave. But, you know, I think it actually probably did better than, than, you know, the 20 normal or something that people would order. Um, I think it did really well. And just seeing seeing the uh, already graded books come back and then seeing what they're going for right now. Um, ENIAC is going to be, especially that first print, is going to be uh, out there as one of the, the big ones for a while. So Yeah. Well, I will say. And the then there's shops. what happened this week. So we had Little Tankers and we had ENIAC number two come out, which um, – yeah, let's uh let's uh make sure we do this before we go any further for all y'all that haven't read it. Let's hit the buzzer. That just means we're gonna spoil it. So you can't blame us after this. If you didn't come into the show before the buzzer and you get spoiled after it, you should have got here earlier. Sorry about that. We appreciate y'all. So Let's talk about uh, the books that came out this week. And, uh, yeah, ENIAC number two, Tankers number one. But first off, ENIAC number one, Matt Kent, Doug Braithwaite, Diego Rodriguez, Dave Sharp, Louis LaRosa with Diego Rodriguez, Tom Mueller, and Robert Gill. Um, oh, again, I, I think you always go off of uh, the beginning of the book, what it looks like with, you know, a – Muller design logo, which is always fantastic. His X-Men, his everything he did with Valiant before is always great. <laughs> How can you ever go wrong with La Rosa and Diego Rodriguez doing a cover? So Yeah, no, it's it's gorgeous. It's fun. And it's almost just a touch comedy because you, you don't know what this perspective is, this viewpoint. But here's this massive close-up of this face. And it's and she's just looking at you like, what in the hell are you doing? What's what's wrong with you? And I just it's so to me it's a little comedic, but yet as you can see in the distance, the world is burning. So you question what's going on. You can see on the right hand side, you've got barbed wire and a tower, so you're inside of some type of prison, which it's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, and Larosa's always his, his perception, his depth is always so spot on. His, his, his use of shadows and, and just his angles that he uses, you know what I mean, just always fascinates me because they're, they're so precise. It's so great. Enough detail that, I mean, obviously you can read the side of the, uh, the weapon that, mm -hmm. that, that she's holding right there. So, uh, you know, Allison's yeah, holding the weapon and you can actually read alongside the weapon right there what it says. And, and I do dig oh, yeah, that. I, 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 never, I never saw that. Yeah, the weapon you have the the, the weapon emblem and whatnot on it, and then you also have these uh, you know added things to the the flare of Allison Falk and Olivia Fletcher right on the cover. Looks yeah. like social security numbers up top. It, it's just it's it's very well. It's very pleasing to the eye. Um, and then you get to the book itself. You know what I mean with the cardstock, the gloss, the oh, print. Yeah. It's so pretty. It's sick. It's just so darn pretty. 
that that's going to be one of the things people i mean people love that about the valiant prestige format right when they came out with that um it helps the grading it just it you pick it up and it's like okay this is a quality book it's not you know just that Brian, and, and I know you're a, you were a massive Valiant guy, so I, I'm going to ask you this question. As I see this cover, and you see almost like stickers, the shiny stickers on top of yeah. this background that's put there, I remember Valiant did a lot of that in uh, – was it The Valiant that they did it in, or was it uh, – it was a different mini? But I remember seeing uh, – it was Book of Death. That's what it was. It was Book of Death. Yes, they had a lot of that. shiny images over top yes. of – they weren't duller images, but more backdrop images. Are yeah, they utilizing the it's same – gloss. It's a gloss that goes over the cover on those spots. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 It's just so – it's so sharp and so detailed right down to the hair, right down to yeah. the hair. I mean each hair fall, you know, that flows out. The, and on, honestly, guys, and you know this, the the – the covers that we're looking at and the, this is way better than the prestige format ever was yeah. uh, for Valiant. Yeah. I mean, this is head and yeah. shoulders above. It's like, that was their, that was their training ground. Yes. In mm -hmm. terms of their their first process. attempt there. Yes. And, and, and you can tell, I mean, with four nine nines already in the CGC census of getting graded, it's, that's, it, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, yeah. it's, there are going to be a lot of high grade copies of this. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I feel sorry for the person who got an 8.5. I mean, <laughs> I really don't know if they let their dog get to it beforehand, but you know, it is, you know, 8.5. That's probably going to be more rare than the nine, nine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is right now. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I, I look at these books the and I'm like, no, <laughs> well, you know, I guess if you wanted to, if you wanted that uh, <laughs> ENIAC number one, you wanted to have it, and it's all you can afford, then you're going to be able to get it. <laughs> That's true. Yep. Oh, man. Well, and let's get into this story. Like, it is a fantastic story when you're getting into it. Um, you know, I think where you left off on one where they had uh, just gotten the mission to do this. They had uh, just got blown out of the plane uh, searching for ENIAC, which is, you know, this amazing computer that has, you know, basically hit the trigger on a lot of things that have happened throughout the world history. Um, and it knows pretty much all. And there's uh, two women left to, uh, to uh, get this duty done. And um, I think the one thing I got from one that I'm hoping to get more of down the way is the cutthroats. I do put that out there. Those guys look so cool in issue number one. Um, but we're getting um, we're getting these two characters here, and uh, they're they're pretty tough gals. Absolutely. Um, and the thing that they hinted on at the end of one, they pick right up. Uh, they mentioned that they felt like they walked three hundred miles. Of course, somebody pulls out a limited amount of tech in in binoculars and snap break. Nope, can't use those. You have to go. Uh, analog if you will i mean it has to be bare bones all internal but yet as you see throughout the book eniac's got eyes on he's got satellites in the sky yeah he's gonna be able to find you what a fantastic yes oh my goodness oh my goodness oh yeah that was so much fun i mean almost uh aliens ish a touch you know as you walked into that that queen den just a little bit like that. That's kind of what I thought. Some type of massive spider web, something. I don't know. But it was definitely eerie and, and creepy feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Eniac's always watching, right? And he knows what's going on. And Or he, I guess. there. And that was interesting, though. That there was, I uh, forget who said it. But, you know, that you know, it's you get this vibe that it's a he because I think it's because of Ned who designed it, right? Um, and where he's going to be at. But this is a cool mission that they're on, and they're basically uh, knowing that ENIAC has been uh, attempted to be killed before, uh, and they're kind of going after somebody who's um, he's got the knowledge to do it, right? And uh, they're trying to pull this out to get that. It doesn't end too well for that guy, um, and uh, it kind of just takes a, a little bit of a turn for him, and we're, they're kind of in a, a similar place. They learned a little bit more about ENIAC, Um but what's next for it is kind of really a big question on it. So, well, and and our heroines, 
actually have a secret weapon. They have something now yeah. that uh, can possibly, and it's the one thing that ENIAC doesn't know. I mean, if you look at this, ENIAC knows all except for what the possible end game could be. True. Which is, which is kind of cool. It's very well masked. So it, the scores definitely have started off being all one-sided. But now you have this one tidbit, this yep. one piece that you can hold on to, and and we'll see if it comes to fruition. If if that's what's going to happen, I, I I found it interesting that um, that Yuri grabbed that specific thing when they were breaking him out, and I I noticed that when I was reading it. Um, why is this guy? Why is Yuri grabbing like a poncho? You know, right? And it, it just it just seemed very odd at that moment. But obviously, when you get to the end, you you realize what exactly what that was about, and it, it it makes a lot of sense that this is something that he's thought of while in prison this long, and how he can use that to defeat him in in the most non-binary way, you know, in in that in that exact way. So I'm just thankful that he was able to let them know that you know who who to talk to uh in sweden and now we're gonna find out yeah. which is you know in the last page the dun 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 yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> the big reveal which, which if you think about it it's kind of bizarre how everything's kind of come full circle yeah yeah and and it makes the girls um really question whether it's legit, like they said, because, you know, I mean, he says the name Rosa Jules and she's like, you know, that's my mom. And it's, <laughs> we all know that he, we know that ENIAC is, is five steps ahead. So does he know about this? And I, I got a feeling that he doesn't. I, I just got a feeling that Jules is going to be able to help them in this. So did, do we know anything about Fletcher's background? Have we gotten any? I can't remember back in ENIAC 1. Didn't get much of ENIAC 2. But as I'm trying to think, I mean, I'm thinking because when we see ENIAC, that's probably what? The 50s, 40s, when we when they made the first attempt to kill uh, ENIAC? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, now everything's Wi-Fi and you don't need that type of wired mm -hmm. connection. And everything was wired and everything. Could, you know, pure speculation, but could have ENIAC you know, played enough of the long game to actually have some type of power of control over Fletcher. Knowing that mom's a badass and has maybe mom somehow on his side. I don't know. Is there's, I'm just looking for every twist plot, everything that could possibly come up. It has ENIAC got his fingers in on some of this to where they think they're going to be going one way and then, boom, they're going to run right into the ENIAC wall just, you know, with nowhere to go. Well, if you think about it, if mom knows, mom likely set up some type of or had planned, right, um, to, to know that Fletcher could, you know, be hidden from ENIAC. Um, and so that's what kind of brings this, this to a cool circle, right, of seeing how that could be the case. And um, Fletcher didn't know that mom, you know, had what she had. Uh, or knows what she knows. And so I think that could have been like mom playing the, the big long game there. So, which would, which would be really cool. So yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot to be loved on this book and a lot to be looking forward to, which that's, you know, I, I think when you get Warren and Matt together, that's what you're going to get on a solid yeah. book um, for the episodic story of, Hey, we got a good story here. Uh, we got in and out on this issue, and we're ready. And we left you a little bit ready to get you into the next episode, the next episode, the next issue. Um, yeah, they they do such a good job on that. It it just feels to me like this is a lot more than a four issue story. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. at least to me it does. Um, we're halfway through this, and and I'm like, like like you guys i mean what's the backstory on allison and olivia and, 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 and at least in more detail um it's just not there's not enough there's so much meat here and and maybe that's something that will be fleshed out later um i mean we did get some some history on james you know 
in, in, in issue one. So, you know, there's, there's that, but there's a lot here still to uncover. Mm. So much more. And, and, just every book seems to bring more questions. We, and you're right. We want all this depth. And who knows how this is going to be fleshed out. I mean, it could be fleshed out here. We may get answers or books in the future that flesh some of this out. It's, I guess that's what's kind of so exciting about this being all new. That's true. That's true. Yeah. We could get a Fletcher story or something, a one-shot mm -hmm. or here or that, or even a B-side story like that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I do hope we get some more of those things like that. Um you know, and that's the one thing about minis that's kind of frustrating, but it's also good because it is a good in and out story, um, you know, that, that allows you to not be tied down to continuity to a degree. But I know us with, you know, what we've gone through with Valiant and everything, we, we appreciate continuity, though, too. Um, but we appreciate it. Valiant doesn't now. But <laughs> 2012 to 2018, um, we appreciate continuity. <laughs> um, but yes. We definitely love that. But, yeah. Oh, man. Any other comments on this one that you guys got? Um, ah. If I can, um, I, I, I'm going to say it. I, I think this is some of the best work uh, Doug Brathwaite has ever done. Um, yeah. It's, it's career stuff right here. It's breathtaking. Every page is, is just – it's meticulous. It's it's breathtaking. It really is. It's just – it leaps off the page. And uh, – I, I if if he even listens to this at all or sees this video, just we see it, man. We see yeah. the incredible yeah. work that Doug yet you're doing on this, and the colors are just amazing on on his pencils. They they're yeah. nothing nothing like this I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I've just always appreciated uh, Diego's palette too, right? And so it it's just hits perfect. I he does have like this good little you know reds and blues that he mixes in so well into it such a dark but yet still not overly dark um yeah it, it, it is very well done yeah no doubt about it and if you look at the the thing that i always look for when you when you have a hallway scene like like what you see right there yeah. um look for the dinge that's attention to detail yeah. you got smudges in in dirt and grime that doesn't need to be there but it's there because this is a place that just one was blown up and there's shrapnel and, and shards of junk and everything, debris, uh, all throughout that hallway. Um, and then you look at the highly shiny, highly polished, you get the reflection from all the wire. I mean, that's attention to detail. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But, yeah, you guys are 100% right on that, so – and yeah, I love Dig or um, Doug's work on this. It's great. So, well, let's give it. If we want to score it up, let's rock and roll with that. Moose, what do you got? Well, the covers are second to none. I love it. I love the way that it was built. Uh, covers to me still still room to grow. But if I could get in between a nine, a, a, a four five, and a four seven five, I think I'd be comfortable there. Not comfortable with it being a four five. Not comfortable with, with it being a 475, but right in between there somewhere. The story, man, I love this. The first was this big intro and power and everything. Now it's, you know, every step they take, they feel paranoid because somebody's watching. And they think they've got this tool that, that could kill uh, ENIAC. Man, I, the whole story is just, it's surging along, and that's a 475 for me, honestly. The story is phenomenal. I love the colors and the art, the interior art. That's a four seven five for me as well. But I, I almost want there to be more room for this to grow because I cannot wait to get the full story. Absolutely, that's good stuff. Good call out. What about you, Brian? What do you? What do you? If you had to score it up. What would you be giving it? Well, if we're doing out a, a one out of five, um, I'm, I'm right. I'm right with you, man. I mean, 4.75. The only thing that I'm sad about is it's halfway over. I mean, right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so much like we were just talking about that can happen and that I want to know about, you know, Allison and Olivia and, and just what what is their relationship to every single part of this. And I know we're, we're going to eventually figure that out. And, and, and we'll get that from Matt. I, I, I know we will. 
but it's from, from the presentation to the cardstock covers to just uh, when I picked it up on on Wednesday and I and I had it in my hands and I just was in awe. I mean, the book is just it, it just feels premium for 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 three ninety nine. It feels way better than a three ninety nine book because it is. I mean, it yeah. is. Yeah. Um. So the only the only thing that um. The perspective on the cover was a little bit off on the Allison side, and I don't know if that's just the way my my, my eye was looking. Um, but other than that, Lewis, man, you're knocking it out, dude. I mean, he's he's just killing it. The whole team's yeah. killing it. So it, it four point seven five for me too. I mean, it's so close to a five. It I can I can hardly breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I guess I gotta go with the the the, the three strike turkey here. Four point seven five for me as well. You know, it's it's hitting all it's hitting all the pieces, right? Um, you almost want to give it up just for the quality of the book. Again, just the formatting, everything, um, all the design, all of it, layout, page dress. You know, the uh, the trade dressing. Um, it, it's it's gorgeous the way it is. Those lines, just in the in the dressing of the trade dress and the logo just the interlining lines and how it, that interacts with that page uh, later on where we see all the wires in ENIAC. Um, and then just the writing, the colors, the, the pencils, you know. And, and I think you said it right there earlier, Brian, that, you know, Matt's good for, you know, having a payoff on his books. So he, he usually, he's earned that respect in my book to take me in some weird space in the first couple books and have no idea and you know, and then go, what the hell, but, and to keep going and keep reading that book. So I, I, I think that's one thing I've always liked about that. And I know that there's going to be a payoff um, just because of who's, who's on this book. And um, that's something that's going to happen. So, and uh, yeah. And then, you know, I, I, I think I mentioned most people, even Carl Bowler's editing, I think he's doing a spot on job as well with Warren on that. Um, all, yeah. all the time, so he, he really is an unsung hero. Uh, Carl is because yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Carl. For to me, he was he was the last. I, how am I going to put this nicely? Um, he was the last for me beacon of hope on the editorial side of the Valiant um, team, uh, only because he he fully understands and grasps grasps the Warren idealistic way of editing and, and, mm -hmm. and, and the way that Valiant put together books. And whenever Carl was doing a title, I knew that title was going to be good. Um, and for him to come over here, not, I mean, he could have gone anywhere. He could have gone mm -hmm. anywhere. And I mean, he's, he's worked for almost every company. Um, I mean, I remember reading, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog stories that he wrote in the in the 90s, okay? I mean, he wrote 50 to 60 issues of that book. And yeah, I know, Sonic the Hedgehog, what? But but right. he, he's been <laughs> in this industry so long that Carl is, he's, he's a big guy for this company. I think he's a big gift for them in the editorial side. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I, and I agree with that earlier statement you had with him at, at you know, at VEI, so... Um, I can agree with that. So appreciate him on this. And I'm glad that he landed with them. I'm, I'm glad that that happened yeah. because I know he was kind of hired um, before everything else happened. So I'm glad that it kind of paid off to have him work with Warren like that. So um, all the way around. Cool. So I think we uh, would say that we enjoyed ENIAC number two. Um, Just a little bit. We felt like we got our money's worth out of the book, yeah. um, out of the story, out of the quality. So that is some good stuff. Yeah. Then there was another book that came out too, and a little bit of a uh, small name creator. You know, he's done a, you know, he's done a couple books. Um, you know, couple you know short series here and there um, that went on for a long time. And uh, let's get into Tankers. Oh. <laughs> Rob okay. Vendetti, right. Juan Jose Reap, Andrew Dollhouse. Dave Sharp, Louis LaRosa with Laura Martin, and uh, Brad McGinty. And oh my God, 
I want this shirt. Yes. <laughs> when does yes. this shirt come out? I want that shirt. That is so, so sweet. Yeah. When does that shirt come out? Great job, Brad. That is so freaking awesome, dude. That is yeah. so damn oh, cool. I, Doug, yeah, I want the, that. I want that. that. Yeah. That that pins that? something, you know, let's do it. Um, but, oh, my God, geez. Like, can we say, uh, oh, my God, geez, a little bit with two of the best. You couldn't ask for two better artists to That's do right. dinosaurs. It, yeah. It's, it's like. There's not. There's not two better artists to do dinosaurs. Yep. No way. I swear they got together and they got, you know, a 24 case of Paps Blue Ribbon or in our case, Rainier beer or some other type of swill cheap beer. And they talked about the story and they drank my beer. They drank their beers. And then when they got to an idea, they're like, here, hold my beer. I'm going to do something stupid. And then it's, they traded back and forth on this story. And it was fantastic. I mean, it was so over the top. I, I mean, to me, it was just this over the top, crazy adventure uh, where parts of it to me were hilarious. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Maybe it wasn't Absolutely. meant to be hilarious, but man, it was funny, dude. I got the tone of um, not what not Super Troopers, but what was that other Troopers movies where they're in space fighting dinosaurs? Um, oh, they're in insects. Casper um, Van Dien was in it. Um, yeah. What is that? Anyway, that's what it got me. Some, something Trooper, I can't remember. Yes, yes, kind of like that. Yes, yes, it totally. I got that same vibe because it was kind of you know kind of little slapstick, but yet. It's had some cool like story base behind it, some sci-fi to it, and oh, man, yeah, give me more of it. So, I had to write this down because one of the funniest parts is when they're talking about time travel. They're like time travel. Oh, that's a pipe dream. Yeah, that's science fiction. And then the the one woman that's in there, Jennifer, she's like, right. "What's the timetable on the R and D for, to make this happen?" She's the only one that says, yeah. "Let's do this." And she was the cutthroat. I tell you, she's she's gonna be the she's got to be the number two here coming up real soon, because oh, she was the only one that was going for the going for the uh, the jugular there in the in that meeting room there in the beginning. Um, and she's just like, let's make this happen. Let's get these guys over there, kill more dinosaurs, make more oil. <laughs> when she said that, I was just I just like I stopped and I laughed. I'm like, oh my goodness. The one person you wouldn't expect to be the cutthroat is an absolute cutthroat. It's always how it is, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, it's a I mean, I hate to, you know, put somebody in a bubble, but Texas woman, she's ready for it, man. Yeah, she's, she's ready got, for <laughs> She's got her hair full of Aquanet, and she is going to come at you. You know, that I, I really got that vibe of that, and I, I, I dug it. That was very spot on. <laughs> I would agree with that. I have to say, love this little transition right here when you look at this, adding the colors to that. Oh, that that cover from, from finished – when Lewis finished the cover to the colors, wow. I mean, it's it, – it, I've used the word breathtaking way too many times, but how can you not just go wow when you see it? It's just yeah. unbelievable. Well, and Lewis gets such good with his with his grays are so yeah. – you, know, you know, you don't have to worry about light because he's already figured that out for you on a lot of his grays, and it – in his darkness that he does, he knows where to put like just the deep dark and make the lights just kind of come the contrast just pop and yeah. yeah. And then Laura Martin on the colors with it. Like that is whew, beautiful. I was at first, you know, just, I know I talk a little bit about design was the trade dressing on this. I was kind of at first taken back. I thought it was going to see more, but it actually, I think it's great because it doesn't take away from that cover. And I think that whole picture is is it. And I think that was a smart move where less is more in this matter yeah. with this book. Mm -hmm. I agree. So I think we're gonna see the same thing on the uh, the other two issues. Um, yeah. Uh, at least from what I've seen from uh, the Lewis covers. So um, he, I, I had sent him a message um, on Instagram and he, he sent me a little uh, prelim of the third cover that he's currently working on this week. So um, it looks cool. Yeah. I am digging the one on number two where it's the Tyrannosaurus Rex just digging down. Dude, that, that is my favorite cover 
he's ever done. Beautiful. With, with the colors, it's oh, my yes. favorite cover. Because it has that like green, right? Yes. yes. Dig it. It's beautiful. So anyway, let's get into what this book, again, uh, spoiling the crap out of it. If you haven't read it, read it. But, you know, it's green leaf oil, man. They're all about uh, preserving uh, oil. And they need more of it. And the world's kind of coming dry at oil. We only got about 50 more years left of oil. And uh, they come up, you know, well, that dinosaurs um, are what have created crude oil. And so if there were more dinosaurs, if they got to live longer, you would have more oil. And they would be that much more rich because they'd have more oil. Um, and it's a guy who got his land donated from Texas by the, you know, I think it was from the Cheyenne. Um, and so it just... It's it's and he wants to leave his family more money, so he needs more oil, like most oil people would do so naturally. And he's got tankers; they're going to go back in the past and destroy the world, uh, or destroy, save the world, save the world, yeah, save the dinosaurs. But you know, to destroy the world, and um, yeah, ultimately, dude, these tankers are freaking so badass. <laughs> they're fun. They're over the top. They're you know, mechs. Yep. I, you know, you, you look at some old 80s type of cartoony like mechs that you see, and that's that's kind of what I see maybe even into the 90s cartoons. Uh, it's funny over the top. I think a little bit of RoboCop in there. Um, uh, goodness, now it just slipped my mind. I had I had a movie that used mechs much like that. Uh, you want me to say? Go ahead, please. Yes. I, I, I'm going to say uh, The Matrix, the third one. Yes. They're, okay. Where they're down into, you know, where, where they're all hiding, um, mm -hmm. Zion, um, and they're waiting for those the aliens to come in. That that's what they're using. Is they're using mechs, and that's what the it reminds mechs, me yeah. of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, Powerful yeah. stuff. Starship Troopers was the one I was looking for. Starship earlier. Troopers. There you go. There it is. Um, but the the. I really get that vibe of uh, tone of this, right? I feel like it had that tone throughout this story of, you know, to a, a huge degree of seriousness, but deep down, you know, it's like, and, and I think Scott Bloom puts it here, it's, you know, capitalism to, you know, the stupid degree. And I think that's exactly what the shot is on that. Good, good call out there, Scott. And yeah, they play it so well. And, you know, they try to get this meteor or a comet, right? That was going to, Start the ice age, kind of changed it up a little bit, and uh, it, it. I do like, you know, it, it took the the world off its axis, so they did land in the same spot, and that ending page was so like, oh my god, okay, this is going to be out there. What do we have now in this world? So, well, did it strike you that they looked kind of like dragons? I don't know if that's, I think what they that's were exactly what they were. <laughs> I was just, it were, they were dragons. And I'm like, that's Dungeons and Dragons, man. <laughs> I thought that's so, that's such an odd twist. And just seeing those, I'm like, okay, I want to know what this next story is going to be all about. I want to know about these dragons and do they make crude oil? I, you know, if you kill them, I don't know. It's going to be weird. It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love Indity's writing on here. It, it, did, it did mix well. There were parts of it that read a little bit quicker during the, uh, the kind of the dinosaur fight scene. True. Um, but I think when you really stop to look at uh, uh, Juan's art, it really, you know what I mean, slows you down a lot. Like I say, he's between him and Lewis, you don't have better dinosaur uh, creators doing those. Um, and then I've always, you know, going into uh, Juan's art, just the way he, you know, he has the characters emote and elaborate with their facial expressions, I think is something that he does so well. Um, and just his, his uber, like almost uh, Jeff Darrow uh, details is great. So, yeah, would agree with that. So. Yeah, I think this was a lot more fun, a little different tone, um, a quicker read, but still to me entertaining. Yeah. I love going through the – I was just going to say, I love going through the introduction so you get to know each one of the tankers a little bit better. Yeah. Doc seemed like the space cadet. 
you know, the guy that's just always out there in left field. And then you got the rookie. I love the fact that the rookie holds up this little dinosaur as everybody else has got these giant heads. <laughs> he's got this, aw, aw, shucks. Look, I killed a velociraptor. A velociraptor, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll be a cool nickname. <laughs> Yeah, that's a pilot. Raptor, yeah. Um, yeah. No, you you drive this mech. Like you're not you're not good. You're not an airplane. You're not a pilot. So and you can't give yourself your own nickname. Come on. Who does that? Yeah. I, I think that this book reminded me of uh how much I miss um Robert's writing. Um it yeah. it, it was a quick read, um, only because of the style of uh and the pace of the book and and and, and what they were doing in it. But there's there's still a lot here to absorb, and I I felt that the story introducing each of those each of those uh, characters, every every I, I love that they gave them a nickname in the middle of their name um, when they introduced them too. So um, that was that was a very cool touch by Robert. And um, yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a while since I've read something from Robert, and it reminded me of how much I miss uh, reading something from him all the time. Yeah, Absolutely. I would agree. Yep. Yeah, and, and and whenever you give somebody the nickname, I love hearing about how they got their nickname. I always think that's that's a that's a low hanging fruit with it, but it's so great, and I I'll I'll eat that up. You know, um, you know, I think what do I see one here? Samson Houston Reigns. It's like yeah. reminds me of Forrest Gump. His name's Dallas. He was from Georgia. You know, like <laughs> his name was Detroit. He must have been from Arkansas. Like it just. <laughs> I hope that there's some more to the, those stories. We got Patch's backstory a little bit, um, so th there's some there's some cool pieces there that are going to make it fun. Um, and I believe what this is going to be another four or three issue, three issues, three issues. Three but it's one, every okay. other month, so it's by you know it's going to be every other month. Yeah. Um, so next month we will have uh, Wellsville in in ENIAC. Um It's so sad. I was hoping for three. It wouldn't be. It'd be so great because. You know, we want more well, books. We want more. Kind of getting books. three, right? I yeah. mean, we're getting... Oh, B story. Yeah. B side. B side. Yeah. On May 12th. Oh, that's right, huh? We are getting that. So, we are. yep. Make sure you mark that one out. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll get Walesville, ENIAC, and then the Pizza Detective. Yes. Which, which, I mean, it's $1. I don't yeah. care. It's something more, something new. Yeah. yeah. Something fun to read for a buck. Okay. Right, because when when is uh, free comic book day is usually when? Oh, totally stumped. First I don't know. Week of May is it? Yeah, it's I I think to be May. able to put out something like this that's going to be you know relatively free enough to cover yeah. the shipping cost at least. Um, I think that that's pretty cool. I, I appreciate that they're going to do that, and so um, and it'd be fun too. So now, granted, uh, it's for shops. And bad idea stores. This this has the potential to be uh, uh, a logistical nightmare with that book, only because you have 24 hours that you can sell it, um, mm -hmm. and it will be enforced. Now they haven't said how they're going to enforce it, um, but that's coming. And I, I, who are we not to take them at their word? I mean, they've already kicked out Jesse James's comics, so yeah. for, for some bad bad idea stuff. So um, I. I it's going to be very interesting to see what happens to that book. Yep. Yeah. Well, let's score up tankers and get, get on those tankers. What do you guys, what are you guys uh, shooting here with tankers? Uh, Moose, go ahead and start us off. You know, this was, this was a lot of fun from the opening where you got the crusty old man talking about the, his grandpa. Yeah. I, I love Jennifer. She's, she's my hero. She's the only true one out there. Um, <laughs> this, this story was fun. And all the way up until the end, uh, now I want to know about the dragon. So I, it, a lot of room to grow. I love the art. I'd almost say the art was a touch better than the story because there just was so much art. Art would be 475. The story would be 45. And the covers were brilliant. I'd say that they're 475. So much color. So much, so chewy. Just like a good cheeseburger. Just yum. Mm. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right, Brian, what about you? What, what are you thinking with that tankers today? All right, well, the story, I'm giving the story right now so far. Um, it was a quick read. I'm giving it a 4.5 on, on that. Um, I'm 
that is in no way saying that it's not outstanding because it is. Um, there was just a lot going on. Uh, Art-wise, Juan gets a 5.0 on this. On the insides, unbelievable work. Um, the I, I went back and looked at this issue three times, and I still found things that I had missed two times prior. Just the, just the amount of stuff that's in it. The colors are amazing on it. Um, that two-page spread when inside is like, Welcome to Mexico. Yeah, I mean, unbelievable um, two-page spread of, of of the dinosaurs. It's 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 just wow. Um, overall, the whole thing is just from the covers to you know four point five story. Everything else uh, a five point for me. Yeah. Gosh, I think we're all sim- right in the similar area boat again. So you know, again, when you open this book, the quality of the book again. Um, I got to dig it up for that. So, um, story, like I said, it was, it was very quick. Um, you know, and I'm going to give, you know, Robert a lot of credit too, of hopefully writing out a lot of this, uh, details on the, uh, the scripting on the layout on the what's happening. Right. So a lot of, uh, a lot of what's being done still is, is, you know, Juan's putting in great work on it, but I'm also going to give that, you know, hopefully the scripting is there to, uh, help with those pages where you're not putting in words that you're putting in good descriptions of what's happening um, to give some direction there. Um, And yeah, just, I think you guys said it, art, stellar, uh, fun, great read. You can't really say anything wrong. I think it, uh, what happens, it fits the story and where they're trying to go. You're getting a cool vibe, a good fun, fun story. Um, One that just got me amped up to do it. And I can't wait for my, uh, you know, like my tanker's replica toy to be playing with. Uh, it'd be fun shoot some dinosaurs. I know the kids would love it too. I'll buy it for them, but I'll it's mine. Um, that that's kind of where I'm at too. I'm gonna say 4.5 as well. You know, art story, everything is phenomenal. But I'm actually gonna give it that bump for this back cover 4.5 because <laughs> this again. If anybody, so cool. if anybody bad idea watches this, please. Shirts. Oh, please. Shirts. Come on. Shirts. Oh, yeah. Shirts. Yeah. That, oh. yeah. Yes. Can't Shirts. go wrong there. I'll pre-order. Uh, three. <laughs> um, and then and then this had a, a good uh, Venditti uh, story in the backup. Uh, Wyoming. What did you guys, yes. uh, what'd you guys feel about Wyoming? Uh, I absolutely loved it. I love this little story. There's a lot of history in there. You get the feel of uh abe lincoln being just the the slog of the war weighing heavy on him still and the the whole idea of manifest destiny which he does mention in there which he was totally against um this this heavy feeling and then at the end it kind of makes sense why he feels this way why you know why it's still this slog and then he's got this little charge of energy i've got this epiphany and he's gonna go he's gonna create america's first national park which was Yosemite, which is housing a prison for some bad, bad people or aliens <laughs> oh, underground. Wow. Yeah, I do want to know more about that. I mean, he he did his homework. I love it. I love history stuff. Um, fantastic. I, I just, I loved it from, from the whole mention of him mentioning that manifest destiny just doesn't matter at all from that right there. I was just, I, it had me, it had me that, that little story. And I want more now. I want to know more about this prison and every president's set up to it and how they felt about it. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Very cool. I, I agree. Um, I, I, I don't think we're done with this at all. <laughs> good, um, good. I, I think we're going to get uh, another another portion of this in the next two issues. Um, I do. I, I love the style of art that George did on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's really really well done. Um, the pacing was outstanding, uh, and and I think the art really complemented uh, the the story completely. And it reminded me. Um, Almost of, in in a weird way, Venditti's uh, last Eternal Warrior run, and in, in, in just the way it was paced, um, and and that's weird. I know it's weird to say because it's not even close to anything like that. But mm-hmm. that that was a story that um, you know about his kids, and it was it was 
really the last time I cried when I read a comic book. Uh, whoo. Um, but you can tell that the pacing is very similar to this. And, and I know that's kind of a stretch and, and Robert's going to probably, uh, send me a tweet going, I'm high, but, <laughs> but that's just how I felt. <laughs> you know, and you have to give it up. Um, forgot the thing of George, right? That's who did the art. Yeah. He, everything though, right. Outside of the script, like he did art colors, yes, letters, lettering, yeah. uh, he did all of it, and and you're right. Like that is a beautiful uh, B side, um, right? And you know, I skimmed through it. Apologize, I didn't get to that one. I'm I'm a failure today, but it was very beautiful, good looking. Um, and, and from what I'm hearing, I need to make sure I get my my eyes and and read that for a while. Spend some time on that, um, just because. I mean, it it looked really good. And history too. History too with those extra little you know, side stories that kind of happen that, hmm, did that really happen? What else was really happening there? And sometimes there might have been some other crazy crap that's happening too. So that's what makes that fun. So, um, and then what do you guys think about the uh, uh, the continuation of Hero Trade? You know, I thought it was kind of cool. Um, it's just one of those things where the guy gets unburied from, it, you know, basically a shallow grave with his kids' dismembered bodies, which was gruesome, yep. gruesome. And then all the way to the end of the story, it was one of those things where you just you wanted to know more. You kept, I wanted to turn the page, turn the page, and of course, end page is this big single page splash. Yeah, and, and you're like, oh, what, what? And yep. you just you're you're ready to read the next little the next little uh, issue, whatever, whatever you want to call it, uh, B side. Yeah. And it's just you're just like, oh damn, okay, okay. Uh. <laughs> I didn't want to give too much away there for you, Hoosier. Yeah, I know you still have to read it. I I, I feel like uh, David's having a lot of fun drawing this. Um, yeah. It's it's very much uh, straight bullet style. I mean, if, if mm -hmm. except for you know, instead of the the nine panels that he did every single issue um it is paced a little differently but um it still has that same feel to it um and i don't know if you if you noticed or not but um greenleaf oil was uh was in the hero trade story uh in this issue so if you open up mm. the very first page of the story uh, there is a um there is kind of a like a, a sign that he's running by and it says green leaf oil on it. So it makes me wonder, Hmm, what does that have to do? Oh, with? you're talking about from, uh, yeah, he, that's where he was buried. I think was in yes, green leaf oil. Where he was buried. Yeah. It's, it, I gotta it's dig just that an out. interesting little, uh, that is, that's fun. Continuity. There it is. That's <laughs> more continuity than Bally's done in two years. <laughs> That was in just panels. Yeah, just just like that, you're already throwing the world a little bit bigger huh. in these little books. So I dig it. it. Just makes it interesting. Oh yeah, there it is, it. right yeah. there. Yeah, yep. you guys right can see that. Right, yep. right, right there. there. Yep. I just thought that that was. Um, I, I, that's not done just accidentally. Right. So, it's 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 calculated. That's all. It is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna want these so much into a collected format. That's what's that's like the thing that's gonna hurt. Is a bad idea. <laughs> Said no collected format. Um, crossing fingers that that changes, or I'll figure out my own way. Um, so I think that's gonna be the fun parts of these books. Maybe maybe that's what the buttons are all about. Maybe when we go to a show. We maybe they have a collected thing for anybody who has that button. Huh? Ooh, Dinesh, Dinesh Ooh. has mentioned, and Ooh. just ever so slightly, and any history knowledge, knowing Dinesh usually he likes to flirt with a little dusting of salt and pepper. He does that, <laughs> yeah, and then yep. walks away, lets it be, lets you tear into the steak, and then he wants so, to know about that so little KG bit of Himalaya. <laughs> So KG, it's beautiful. That, yeah, that that would be cool. I don't know if that'll be, but if it is, that would be so very very cool. 
I'm just trying to think of what what these buttons are going to reward. Besides, look, everybody's saying it's just a stupid pen, and 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 to a degree, it's a great marketing ploy. I will say that. I yeah. mean, the oh, marketing theme is just unbelievable. But it, it it's it's more than that, and it's not just a stature. It's there's, buzz. There's, there's it's electricity. It's there's a reason for it, and when we go to a show and bad ideas set up there. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So does that mean you're going to come out to Emerald City Comic Con with us up here? Come up north? Oh, that's right. You guys are up north. Yeah. Yes, you need to. I have yeah, a right. good closet and a half full of whiskey. I'm just saying, Brian. Yep. <laughs> Which kid did you sell to buy that much whiskey? Oh, my God. I actually got rid of them. They've moved out of the house. Oh. Oh, a lot cheaper. It's a Mine lot are in the cheaper. process right now. Mine are in the process. I do have a 19-year-old. He's going to be with me till he's 40, I think. But oh, uh, I have to be careful because he's in the other room. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm worried. You guys are lucky. You guys are lucky. Okay. I'm what four and four and seven? So I got. Yeah. Oh. You still got a ways to go. You got wow, a ways to go, I'll, buddy. I'll, I'll it's disappointing. Pray, pray for me. For me. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, yeah. This what happens when you start early like we did? You know. That's it. It so, although life. my youngest was a whoopsie, but you know, that's another podcast, <laughs> yeah. That's that's for another other podcast, <laughs> that's the valiant one when you got nothing to talk about. So, there you go, <laughs> yes. Well, that's been it's been fun, it's been real, and it's been really fun. Um, so we always throw this up, gonna give everybody just in that's case they're curious. Guilty. There's, There's my bad there's idea my pin. Play play the button, and uh, yeah. And, and what was it that we got the Hank Howard? And that was in the chat that we're talking about here. And I was just saying that is such a good way to tell people: make sure you have a pull list, make sure you have a pull box. Like, make there's sure no you're just going to the store. store. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more than that, you even if you have a pull list, yeah, you have to so, call the store and purchase the book to have it dropped in your pull list before it's counted. Yeah. yeah, don't don't think that the retailer is going to just naturally assume that that is what you are going to want. You're going to right. make sure you call, make yep. sure you make sure they know. Yep. And if it has to be purchased that day, you, they may be able to take your card over the phone. If you're a longtime customer or you've communicated with them, um, you might even be able to prepay or give them five bucks. I don't know, but do something. Yeah, the thing the thing with the twenty four hour rule also is um, I, I I saw the rules in detail and it, it if they are being mailed out they have to be mailed out that day, not before, oh wow, not the day after that day only. So uh, it's 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 very interesting. It's it's going to be for a lot of shops. It's going to be a logistical nightmare, uh, and I only say that because I've heard from my two shops. I have two shops here in locally that are both bad idea stores and gee how did that happen hmm, who did they who helped them do that <laughs> anyway um it, it there's one of our shops got uh, 119 first printings absorb that oh, wow. uh, and the other one got 75 so mm. there's a lot of there's not 20 for each of these shops that's a lot of a lot of copies yeah yeah, yeah. So um, there's a, lo a lot of excitement. I mean, when I stood in line, there's nobody that showed up until mm -hmm. 10 minutes before the shop opened. And they weren't there for the button. But at the one shop on the other side of town, somebody was there 18 hours before the, the shop opened the day of. And mm -hmm. uh, he, he wasn't there for the first time to get a button, but he was definitely there the second yeah. time. So. It the words out. It's done. It, you're you're gonna have to really be ready for it if you want another yeah. button. Yeah, and then that register display, right? The most traffic display spot that the box is set up. That that's working too, right? It's hey, well, what so, is yeah. that one? What is that one? They pick it up, they look at it, and they put that book in their hand and feel and see that quality. Um, it does it yeah. on its on its own. It's right. You look and feel. It's like, dude, they took that much time printing it, yeah. that much care printing it. There's a lot more time and care put in with the, everything else on that. Um, you know, so if people really care about that and they like it, that's I, I think they, yeah, it's going to be 
yeah, the quality stories, there was never a doubt that we're going to have success with that. So, uh, with these guys, so much, much appreciated to have. Yeah. I'm looking forward to Wells deal because, um, mm. one, it's 72 pages. It's yes. a nine ninety nine cover price. And I want to see how this thing is put together. I mean, we know it's going to be quality, but we've never seen them put together a book like this. Yeah, um, right. Even even during the Valiant days, we never saw something like this. So yeah. I really am interested to see how this is uh, packaged. I, I just have this feeling, for some reason, I might just be disappointing myself, that we're going to get this well-sized book. That's obviously, you know, bigger <laughs> format. It's going to be like a Prince Valiant book, right? You, you know, it's going to be just, yeah. I'm like just, a, what, a Marvel Treasury edition from the 70s? Is that what you're thinking? Yes. Oh, wait, it's just like this X-Men, giant size X-Men right here. Well, but that's comic book size. Boom. See, you've been waiting for the chance Found to show that off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This has all been calculated. Are you, who's, is ENIAC there? That is nice. Yeah. yeah. I feel like uh, I would love it. That's that's my hope. That's my goal. That's my dream. So. I'm just curious wow. if they're going to – I think with 72 pages, you really can't fold it like a comic book. It has no, to be looking like a trade. It, it almost has trade. to be very much like uh, those 70 Marvel books that were not only stapled but had the, the glue mm -hmm. um, like, like those annuals at that time, the giant size style. I mean yeah. – how else are you going to do it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm for that. And, and you know what? Okay. So back in the day, I used to think it was funny to wear my Christmas tie in July. So I'm really pumped up for sleigh bells. Okay. Oh, yeah. come on. A murderous <laughs> Santa Claus. Dude. Give me a psychotic Santa Claus. Yes. 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 If, if there was I ever mean, a book made for a, a movie, right? That's got to be I, it. Now, I, can this is ben what I always idea. wanted Billy Bob Thornton to do, you know? <laughs> bad Santa. I mean, take out a machine gun and just go ape shit. Yeah. Now, can Bad Idea put together enough Christmas tunes to put out an album just for Slave Bells? Yeah, I wow. mean, yeah. I'm sure you could distort enough Christmas songs for a pissed off Santa to to have a lot of fun with it. Well, you know he's not happy about Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. I mean, start there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wonder if Billy Bob is on cameo because that would be great to have him read sleigh bells. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, that yeah. Got we got to figure that know, one out. Just do a Zoom where. Billy Bob's there. He's got his book, and he's reading it to all the fans. All the fans can be put on mute. They don't need to speak. But there's Billy Bob, and he doesn't get to pre-read the book, so he's got to read it as he sees it, so his reactions are normal. <laughs> Dinesh, there you go. Come on. <laughs> Make it happen. We're probably going to get someone like from Dawson's Creek who, acts, who does an impression of Billy Bob instead. I mean, that's... <laughs> You know, you could always get Pee Wee Herman, right? I mean, well, he is available. Yeah, or uh, Gilbert Godfrey. I mean, you know, they're they're willing to do it. Gil Gilbert Godfrey trying to do Billy Bob Thornton. Oh. <laughs> wow. Or, or Bobcat, Bobcat Goldsweight. There you go. Did Gilbert do anybody but Gilbert? I mean, at this I don't point know if he life? could. I don't think he could, but it'd be ah, fun to watch. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna be good. So. Man, this has been fun, and I appreciate you jumping on, Brian. Um, you've been a, a blast to talk with, and I'm sure we'll have you on again because um, there's bad ideas going to be coming, and that we're going to be coming with it. So, and uh, yeah, we'll keep going with that. Um, I'm going to ask that everybody hit that like button, subscribe, do your things, watch this video just to make sure. And then just parting words. Does anybody have any parting words for our fans? Our well, not our fans, but bad idea fans, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, any other bad society idea. members? Bad idea lied. 
they said two books. We get three next month. Ooh. They like. Well, it's kind of like two oh, and a half. Starting the conspiracy now. Two well, and a, half. a seventy-page book is kind of like three and a half. True. Yeah. True. I don't care. I just so, want more to read, so I'm looking forward to it. That's it. Absolutely. So. I guess I'll know. I, if know. I, I guess I'll know if I said too much if I get a text from somebody uh, from Bad Idea and says that I'm going to hell or something. So. <laughs> well, it's not. None of it's official. Don't worry about it. We're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> not, nothing's official here, guys. It's all bad ideas anyway. Well, Warren only lives like an hour and a half for me too. It scares me. Oh, so, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. We can't threaten you with bloodshot anymore, so I think we might be okay. Oh, that's true. So, all right. 